Hi, welcome to my podcast, Queen Zoya Counts. I am about to read to you the final chapters of Ghetto Champagne, chapters 12 and 13. As soon as Samson left, I showered, put on my clothes, and drove straight to Mordecai. I had called everyone on the phone and told them to meet me there as soon as possible. When I had finally arrived, they were all sitting at the round table waiting for me. I went in and took my seat. What's up? Two asked me. I glanced at all of them briefly before answering two. They were all looking back at me. What's wrong with you? Nine asked me. You look frazzled. I'm more than that, I answered. What done happened to get your nerves up? Three asked me. I looked at all of them. Samson just left me. What do you mean left you? Five asked. I leaned over the table and held my head down. He came over the night after his brother's funeral and gave me the best fucking that I had ever had in my life. Out the corner of my eye, I saw two shake her head. I told him that I loved him and that I would do anything for him. And so, Six said, I looked at her. And so, he knows about all of us. He knows what really happened to Damon. Did you tell him? Five asked. I started to. But then he claims that he found this book that Damon had left in his desk drawer. In this book, it contained information on all his business dealings, even the ones with me and how he was supposed to meet me at the supper club that evening to pay me that money he owed us. Four looked at me. What does he want? Seven asked. He wants four. Me? What the fuck you mean he wants me? He said that if I didn't hand the person over who killed his brother, that he was going to take my life in her place. The room fell silent. Who the fuck do he think he is? Yelled Six. That motherfucker must be out of his fucking mind. I looked at Six becoming angry at the names she was calling him. I know you ain't just going to hand over four because of some good ass dick. Five said to me, hell no, y'all mean more to me than that. Then what the fuck are you going to do? I don't know. That's why we are having this meeting. Man, fuck that bitch. We got our core lioness, dick come and go. But we have all and will always be just who we are. Sisters for life. I looked at her with tears in my eyes. Then eight spoke up. Lioness, we have been through a lot of shit together. We all decided that there would be no more violence unless one of our lives was in danger. It seems that that time has come. No, I screamed at her. We will not kill Samson. No one better not fucking touch him. Lioness, too, said calmly. How are you going to just play us out like that? That nigga said that if you didn't come through that you would die. Sounds like a threat to me. All of the lionesses had agreed with two. Deep down inside, I knew that they were all right. But I loved him so much. Too much. He was not going to die. I had allowed myself to kill one man who I had been fucking with. And I was not about to have another man murdered whom I really loved. I looked at four as she arose out of her seat and began walking towards me. 
As she moved towards me, I saw a shadow move out the corner of my eye. It was Samson, and he was holding a 9mm with a silencer attached to it. I jumped up out of my seat and ran towards 4. No! I screamed as I pushed 4 to the floor. I felt the first bullet hit my arm and tear into my flesh. The second bullet had pierced my side, and then it stopped traveling through my body. I fell to the floor. Nine and two had spun around and saw Samson standing there holding the gun in his hand. They began busting out on him. No, I whispered, feeling the pain from the gunshot surging through my body. None of their bullets had hit him, for he had dropped the gun and ran out the door. Samson had decided that he would follow Linus to Mordecai. When she had left her house, he knew that she would never hand her sister over to him just like that. No matter how much she told him that she had loved him, she would never let him just shoot and kill her girl. Snoop had been right about their place at Mordecai. He had taken the stairs to the ninth floor instead of the elevator. In Linus' emotional state, she had left the door cracked open. He had been able to creep in and see all of them together. Snoop had been right. Linus had dope for real. This place was beautiful, all white. All their shoes was by the door. As he stood there on the carpet, his feet went down about six inches to the floor. There was African art all over the place. There was even a lifelike wooden statue at the door carved like a moor warrior. He crept around the wall and walked down the hallway. He saw Linus and a girl sitting at a wooden black marble round table. Damn, he thought to himself, all these sisters is fine as hell, very Nubian looking. They were all seated in front of a number, so he guessed that four was where she was supposed to be. He stood there listening to their conversation, waiting for the right time to put a slug inside of four. Then he saw four get up from her seat and walk towards Lioness. He moved a little closer to get a better shot, but just as he was aiming a gun at four, Linus had seen him and had jumped out of a chair to protect four. Too late, he had shot twice and had thrown his gun down and ran. He heard shots fired in his direction but he didn't look back all he knew was that he had hit his mark and that was that he was going to take the money that Damon had left him and Carlos and leave the country because he knew that the lioness nine was coming for his ass I woke up three days later laying in my bed with an IV going into my right arm as I slowly opened my eyes I saw all the lionesses standing around my bed at first I had no idea of what had happened I felt really sore and in a lot of pain four was sitting on the edge of the bed holding my hand what the hell happened I asked her lioness you were shot you took two bullets for me one bullet went in your arm and the other one in your side the bullet was found near your heart four began crying was anybody else shot I asked hoarsely no just you nine had walked over and sat down on the other side of the bed lioness did you know that samson had followed you that night no after he told me that he knew all about me he left well that nigga is hiding and we can't find him three said what do you mean damn lioness do you think that we are just going to let this shit ride? He tried to kill one of us. Look, I said, trying to rise up from the bed. It was an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. He only did that to get even for four killing his brother. 
But how the hell was I supposed to know that you were going to meet and fall in love with Diamond's brother? Four cried. We didn't know. Please let me handle this one. They all went on to tell me that eight and seven had carried me to the bed. Six had called Dr. Jones over to the apartment. He was a local surgeon at the hospital who was on our payroll. This was the first time he had been called to come over and take care of one of us. They had told me he operated on me in one of the rooms we had set up for this kind of emergency. He was able to remove those two bullets from my body. Seven had placed them on her altar. After they had finished telling me everything that had happened, I told them that I needed to sleep. They all hugged me and kissed me goodbye. When I went to sleep, I dreamt that Samson and I were back at the old apartment. He was making love to me and telling me that he was sorry for shooting me. He was also telling me how much he loved me. The next day, I woke up still feeling the pain from the bullet wounds. I needed to speak with the Linus about our next move and what I had planned on doing. I was done with this shit. I was done with this knife. Not that the shooting had anything to do with it, but I did not want to keep placing their lives in danger. I mean, what if niggas from the past try to take revenge out on us for killing their boys? How was I going to handle that shit if I could not stop another bullet? How would I be able to handle their death? Would I go around wanting to kill everyone who had anything to do with their death knowing that we started this? Nope. This was not the life that I was going to continue on living. They say that karma is a bitch, but she will not come back to hunt us again. Not at least a second time. I reached over, picked up my cell phone and called my girl so that we could have a meeting. No one was answering their phones. I pulled the IV out of my arm and walked into the meeting room. To my surprise, they were already in there having a discussion. I walked slowly into the room and sat down at the table. Someone had done a good job removing all the blood from the carpet. I walked over to my seat and sat down. What are you doing up? Two asked me. I was just about to call you. As a matter of fact, I did try to call you all because I wanted to talk to you and tell you what was on my mind. We were just about to go to your room and tell you what we all were thinking. I looked at the lioness sitting in the room. I began calling them by their real names. Jasmine, Angel, Kenyatta, Encia, Oshun, Maria, Yemeya, Obatale, and Oya, I said. They all looked at me with knowing eyes. It was as if they knew that I was going to tell them that I wanted out. Listen up, ladies. I said, looking at them, we are going to get out of the game as of now. We all have enough money to last us for three lifetimes. We can travel the world, settle down, have a family. I cannot go through another situation where someone is after us for something that we have done. There are 10 more Samsons out there seeking revenge on us, too. We can't keep running and we can't keep killing. We are still very young and very intelligent. Let's endure our lives before karma really comes back and kick us in the ass. No matter how much Yemiya tries to protect us with her talismans and amulets, we will still one day reap what we sow. So before that happens, I want us to endure our lives with the money that we have. They all looked at me and smiled. 
Evidently, we were all on the same page and we all knew what time it was. What about Samson? Maria asked me. I looked at her. I will handle that. If the streets here that we let him live, they are going to think that we are soft. And then there will definitely be niggas out there trying to get at us. Jasmine retorted. Yeah, I know. That is why I want all of us to leave the city. I looked at them as tears began coming out my eyes and rolling down my cheeks. These were my sisters more than my family. All of us had been with each other for so long that it was going to be hard to separate. Yemiya began telling us that she was going to buy her villa at the ocean in Africa. She loved the sea and had always wanted to live next to it. Yemiya said that she would do what she had to do to protect us from harm and that the African gods would always protect us. Jasmine and Angel were going to travel the world together. They had been talking about doing that a while, and now it seemed as if they were going to fulfill their dreams. Obatale was going back to being a real mother to her daughters. She had already missed so much of their toddler years that she was not going to miss any more of their lives. Encia had decided to stay in the game with Ruboy Killer. She informed us that they were going to return back to Jamaica and get married. Then they were going to take over Kingston. Oshun and Maria were going to travel also, but their first stop was going to be Puerto Rico. They had no clue where they were going to end up, but as long as there were plenty of men, that's where they were going. Kenyatta was going back to Texas to marry her man and settle down. She was going to have a small wedding at a chapel like the one in Kill Bill, but without the entire killing going on. We all laughed at that. We told her that we would all be there. Oya told me that she was staying with me. We were like twins, and she was never going to leave me. We needed each other. I told them to give me a week to make all of the arrangements for all of us, and then we would celebrate life together before we all parted. Chapter 13 Samson had taken all the bank statements that Damon had left for them and showed them to Carlos. Carlos was very excited, for he did not know that he had all that money. Samson told him to take his money and finish school. He told him to make sure that he made something of himself so that he would not end up dead like Damon or running from his life like he was doing now. He also told Carlos to enjoy his youth while he could, for one day he would look back on those days and see what he could have changed to make his life better. Samson began suggesting to him that he leave the city and start fresh in another state. Carlos began arguing with him at first, but after Samson began explaining to him what he had done, he agreed to leave the city. Samson walked into his bedroom, began packing up some of his belongings. He had heard from the streets that the lioness nine had been looking for him. He had also found out that it was lioness he had shot and not four. Damn, he had missed his target. In a way, he was glad because he was tired of people dying around him, even though he was guilty of murder himself. But here he was trying to do something positive for the community. And yet negativity just keeps following him. There would be no more revenge for him. He was going to leave the country and start his life over again. But a piece of his heart still longed for lioness. He still loved her, but part of him hated her for lying to him. He had wanted to tell her that he loved her so much and wanted her to be his wife until he found that black book in Damon's desk drawer. After he had packed his clothes, he sat on the bed to decide where he would hide until Carlos was safe out the city. Then it hit him. 
he would go over to Linus house and lay low. No one would ever suspect that he was over there hiding out. Arriving there, he searched the area before going to the door. He then used the key that she had given him and opened the door. He eased himself inside and went straight to the couch. As he laid his back on the pillow, he smelt the scent of their love making. He really loved her. As memories of her invaded his mind, he dozed off into a deep sleep and dreamt that Linus had come to him and that they had made passionate love. He kept kissing her and telling her that he loved her and that he was sorry for shooting her as they made love over and over again. After everyone had left, I got dressed and went back to my other place. I knew that Damon was there. I just had this gut feeling that he was hiding out there waiting for me to come to him. I walked up to the door and stood there for a minute. How could I go in there and face him? I was going to tell him everything and anything that he wanted to know about me. I put the key in the lock and opened the door. Quietly, I walked in and there he was sleeping on the couch. I tiptoed over to the stereo and placed Mary J. Blige's CD in the player. The song My Life was playing when Samson opened his eyes. Lioness? Yes, I said. I walked over to him. Look, I'm sorry for shooting you, but you... Shh, I said, cutting him off. Let me talk first. I touched him gently on the arm, and to my surprise, he didn't push me away. I know that you didn't mean to shoot me. I know that you was trying to get at four, but in this game, a bullet don't have no name. I was not about to let you kill her like that. I sat down beside him. I didn't put a hit out on Damon. After he had paid for the money, she told me that he was following her. She thought he was up to something, so she shot him. Simpson grabbed my hand. Lioness, that was my brother. We didn't know that, Simpson, and I'm sorry for that, but I know that apologies cannot bring him back. Baby, you know the streets like I do. There will always be losses. I looked at him, and my eyes began to water. Nothing could ever replace his loss. So, what about you? Are you ready for me to know everything about you yes I am see I am the lioness that you know and the one that the streets know you know all there is to really know about me I will not give details on the murders I have committed or my connections in the game but I have done a lot of bad shit and I've also done good things in this world it's like I try to balance out day and night but right now I need you to balance me out I want to be loved by you. Samson got up and walked to the window. I followed him. I know that it is hard for you to accept me, but baby, I ain't never loved a man as much as I love you. You make me feel so alive and so vibrant. What about your lifestyle? I reached up and touched his face. I gave it all up for you. All of it? All of it. He picked me up and carried me to the bedroom. Slowly he began undressing me and then he stopped. What? What's wrong? I can't do this. I held my head down and began fixing my clothes. Okay, I understand. 
lioness I want you so bad but so much has happened he said to me I looked at him then I will wait for you to come back to me Samson stared at me really hard it's not going to be easy especially since you played a part in my brother's death but you know that I didn't kill him no, but your girl did, and I just can't handle that right now. So what you saying? I'm leaving the city tonight. No, please, don't leave me. I gotta leave. How can I ever trust you, lioness? Samson then turned around and walked out of my bedroom. I heard the front door slam shut, and then I just collapsed on the bed. I began crying helplessly. I had just lost the best thing in my life. I lay there on the bed crying like a wounded child. I could really feel playing flowing through my insides and shooting me straight in the heart. I was sobbing so hard that I didn't hear the door open. I felt these two strong arms pick me up and cradle me like a baby. It was Samson. He was kissing me gently all over my face. I wrapped my arms around his neck and held him tight. I love you so much. I whispered through my tears. Shh, lioness. He laid me down on my back and began making love to me. And as he came inside of me, he kept telling me that he loved me over and over again. Oya was watching through the window. She had followed Linus to her other house where she knew that she would find Samson there. Her intentions had been to shoot him, but just when she got ready to take him out, calmness had came over her, settling in her spirit. She was feeling Linus's love for Samson. A small circle of wind began to blow through the trees. Oya held her head back and allowed the wind to envelop her soul. A change was coming. And hopefully the change would be good. You have just listened to the end of Ghetto Champagne Part 1. Stay tuned for next season, which will be Ghetto Champagne Part 2. We will find out if Lioness stayed in the game for Samson or she gave it up. We will find out what happened to her sisters and there will be a more surprises as well thank you for listening to my podcast you can also purchase this book online on amazon just type in ghetto champagne and i look forward to your comments and your reviews please leave one and thank you for listening to my podcast peace